Welcome to The Odds Couple, a presentation of ESPN Chicago. The Odds Couple is brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino Las Vegas. The Odds Couple. Here's your host, Mike Norris and Carmen Carmen DeFalco. Welcome into your weekend. Time for another episode of The Odds Couple presented by Circa Casino and Resort. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco with you, and we are off and running. Yes, we had a lot of college football talk last week. Week one was fun in the college game. We got a big college game this weekend, but it has finally arrived. NFL 2023 is underway as the Chiefs get upset at home on ring night last night by the Detroit Lions. Bears and Packers this week. And, Mike, we got a full slate of action to break down, and it is great that the NFL is finally back, my friend. Yeah, the only uh, time I had a ring night was when I was on one knee in my wife's kitchen <laughs> saying, hey, how about it? What do you think? Huh? Well, she turned to her left a little bit, looked at the mom, and I, you know, she took the ruler out. But that's beside the point. Carb, it's great to talk to you and Eric and all the guys, Charlie, everybody. We're ready to go. Seven and three, the odds couple since the beginning of football. That's a uh, great start, Mike. Yeah, Carb's one and one. I'm six and two. I love that. And we are that's what we do. We win. And that's what's good about having the NFL back. I want to have a better year than I, I did last year, I think, for the first time in four years. And by the way, this is our fifth year. I mean, who had that happen at, huh? Uh, right. They were praying I'd make it to the fifth minute. And then and then all of a sudden, <laughs> things just ballooned and blossomed and props swap. And now yeah. we got the great uh, Circa yep. uh, sports uh, uh, wagering site and casino. But I'll tell you what. I think that... As far as everything goes, last night, I'm hearing they dropped passes, but I still took Mahomes based on the fact it's Patrick Mahomes, and you're I supposed know. to win games like that and figure it out, and Detroit looked great, and that's not a good sign if you're in the North Division. Now, I know they missed their tight end, and boy, is he worth something when you see the spread oh, yeah. drop three, four points. There's quarterbacks that don't make it drop that low, that much. That's why he may be the most off, uh, on a team with Mahomes, maybe the MVP on offense after you saw what happened last night. But Mahomes had some inaccurate passes, one down the middle, Carm, yeah. that uh, he got away from the rush, yeah. threw it 25 yards, and went over the guy's head. You know, and, and even that last one, the one that stands out, I think, most uh, was the the big drop uh, that Kadarius Tony had on their last drive. Sure. Yeah, that throw was a little bit behind him. That's behind what he's got to make. The worst the worst drop, though, was the one that led to the pick six. That was in yep. Kadarius Tony's hands, and it well, here's bounced in the hands of Brian Branch, and he took it to the house. I'm with you 100%. Here's what I want to tell Patrick Mahomes. Welcome to having a third or fourth place type receiver set <laughs> that many quarterbacks have to put up with, but you've taken all the glory in a lot of ways. Now, the tight end, I know that he sat last night, and he could have played, but they took a gamble and lost because Detroit brought it to him last night. And to yeah. just put it simply, Jared Goff outplayed Mahomes. Yeah, Very Jared Goff played well last night. I, yes, I can't really argue with you there. Nope. Um, you know, I thought the game plan was good. I thought Aiden Hutchinson was really good. Oh, he's a beast. Building on what he did last year. So, no, I mean, Detroit did good things. You said it. I mean, if you are in the North and you think you're going to compete, if and I think all the teams in the North. How about the running think, backs? Oh, I, I tell you what, I thought I thought Gibbs looked really good. And I, mean, I, and I, I don't... will tell Bear fans this. You lost Roquan Smith and David Montgomery, two character guys in the last two years, and that's going to affect this football team because Montgomery was a load guy that carried 230-plus well, times each year. So we got to find a back like that. I, I think the Bears' running back room is good, but I will say that, and you know me, I do not advocate for drafting running backs in the first round. I thought Gibbs looked really good last yes, night. He did. I mean, it was a good night for the Lions, and, 
you hit it on the head. I mean, if you're the other teams in this division, and I think they all look at it and say there's really not maybe a great dominant team. It was a nice statement and a nice announcement by the Lions. They are the favorite, and I think they went out and well, uh, showed everybody why. He outcoached Reed. I mean, the, 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 the fake punt on the 17-yard line, nobody's was, even talking about that, that it That was today. awesome, by if the way. If that doesn't work, there's no doubt I probably cover with Kansas City last night. They you win might. the game. You might. And it didn't – guess what? That took it was awesome. the hang-me-downs <laughs> of so a good. coach that has no effect on what happens if we don't make it. He's about making it. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, great stuff. Uh, so just a few things as we roll into week one. I want to throw out a few. I love uh, week one. I love it, too. I got some trends that I think uh, can be important, you know, when uh, our most relevant data points are all – you know, uh, data points from last season. I think some of the trends early in the season here, some of the historical trends can help. Uh, Whatever this you, data point thing is, I'm going to find out about it. We're going to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> Whatever it is, we're going to okay. tell B to let She's going to come get in Get the data point it. thing out. Okay, go ahead. There are um, – <laughs> all right, so in week one last season, five underdogs won outright. Uh, Bears were one of them. Right. It was Bears, Steelers, Browns, Seahawks, and Giants. The dogs went 8-8 eight and eight against the number in week one last year. Dogs went 12-4 and four against the spread in week one of 2021. And the dog covered and won outright last night to start 2023. So if you add it all up, since the start of 2021 in week one underdogs have been a very strong play now 21 and 12 against the spread and the under has been the strong trend mike was on the under last night that hit week one games over that same time span since the start of 2021 so the last 33 games 21 and 12 to the under so couple of strong trends to remember as we get ready. We roll into Bears and Packers. Uh, some spots even now hanging Bears at uh, only minus a half point. This line has come down. I'm actually looking at the very latest right now on FanDuel and on ESPN.com, and they do have it Bears uh, back at Bears minus one. I wonder if this thing goes to a pick uh, or if money will continue to come on the Bears to drive this price back out, but it is going to be a tightly contested contest according to this line on Sunday In the last afternoon. 20 games, the Bears are 6-14 and 14 in Sunday games against the spread. Okay? <laughs> so that's not a good sign. Okay? Um, since 2019, in field games 6-18 and 18 against the spread. That's terrible. Yeah. I mean, I was on with Matt Humans last night, and yep. I basically, from Bisson, and I said to mm-hmm. him, he goes, what are they going to do? And I said, well, I talked to my buddy Carmen DeFalco, and for the first time, and by the way, this will be, I hate to sound like Chet, this is my 63rd uh, opener <laughs> that awesome. I didn't go to, but I'm watching. But TV. you're watching it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I watched 63 ga- uh, openers right. in, in a row. This yeah. is my 63 games in a row. But anyway, I told him, we don't know, and then I listened to you guys because i listened last week for an hour before i come out with the bonus pick and folks i'm not saying they were wrong but i heard carmen yurks go from three wins possibly to 12 in 15 minutes not me <laughs> but you know what you're i no know what Car- i know what you're saying in a way but i know that because i also heard that he fields as far as passing goes has some stats that are like Historic as far as being bad in oh, the yeah. passing game. Absolutely. So I mean look, we look, gotta their, find their out. passing offense last year, Mike, was one of the most inept we've seen in the last thirty years in the NFL. Absolutely. I mean he didn't throw for a hundred he threw for under a hundred yards twice. Unbelievable. It's almost is, impossible in this game. Absolutely. So right? now you gotta win this game. And and I, I've heard people put oh, it's okay. No, it's not. Right. We got rid of Rodgers. 
And Rodgers made people sour on all the Bear quarterbacks. I mean, Cutler was 1-12. Mm-hmm. Mitch was 1-4. Mm-hmm. I don't want to even get into what Fields have oh, to do this look, year. The Bears haven't beaten him since 18. Since 2018 right. was the last time the Bears when beat When Mitch and the defense was right there in the offense. We had a receiver that had 100 catches, so I'm not going to belittle the offense two years in a row in Allen Robinson. But I will also say this. He's got to win this game. I don't want to hear. I've been hearing this quarterback can't quarterback for four years. Now, all of a sudden, he's going to come in. And the, and the people, I hear the money's going on the Bears. I don't know how what to make of it. 65% of the handle is on the Bears, and 70% of the bets are on the Bears. So that's not a good sign. I would have thought it would have been the other way around because I think Green Bay's got the better all-round team right now. I think they probably do, too. I don't disagree. I think their defense is better. I it's think when field, their whole line Tom. is healthy, it's better. Yeah, and the, the way we were just talking about, you know, you, you mentioned the Lions making that statement. It would be nice if the Bears made a statement in this you division. Got and finally They've lost the eight straight games to them. Uh, yeah, they've lost nine straight in the division, period, Mike. Right. Nine straight. That's well, you know what? Goes back Tom? a season and a half. It's terrible. I tried. I tried. I love the Bears. Like I said, my birthday is Sunday, opening day. That's right. Okay. Happy birthday. Thank That's you, right. buddy. That's right. I mean. Nobody had, I, I think I was 100 to 1 to make seven decades, but that's beside the point. I will say this. I don't want to hear any excuses on Monday. No, because I'm with you. I'm this with is you. our first year that that guy or five on quarterback. I'm with you. And you got a green, and the kid's green. I don't care if he was there for four years, but he learned off Rodgers. The Bears got to figure it out, but I don't have the Bears winning more than two games in the division. I think they're going to go against 0-2 against somebody. Mm. One and one, one and one. Okay. That's my opinion. I don't know who they'd go zero and two against because I think Minnesota's undervalued right now. I'm tired of hearing that they were close and they won close games. Well, that's what champions do, isn't it? Win close games. Yeah, but it was so fluky. It seemed like with them last year. You know, no team in NFL history has ever gone undefeated in one score games, and they did that last year. It said for the Vikings, it had wins for all the teams, and it said fluky above there. Fluky, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> That's the final box score, Fluky. Fluky. We, we got a bunch of great games to break oh, down. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's some really interesting stuff. Joe Burrow got his money. We'll talk about that Deserve. game a little. Nick Bosa got his money. I think Deserve. 49ers Steelers has a chance to be a real good one. So we'll break down some games for you coming up, plus Texas, Alabama this weekend, and Tuscaloosa. Luke Pergandy will join us coming up next from PropSwap. We'll give you best plays later on. Jim Miller will give you ponies. So we're loaded, folks. Don't go anywhere. We're just getting warmed up. We are the Odds Couple presented by Circa Casino and Resort. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. On FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with each and every week. Catch up on demand on the ESPN Chicago app. Anytime, anywhere, make sure you have it on your smartphone. We get out to the Car X Tire and guest, uh, Car X Tire and Auto guest hotline, excuse me, and say hi to one of our favorites, a weekly contributor, one of the founding members of the great PropSwap app and PropSwap.com. It's Luke Pergandy. Oh, we're going to talk about Cy Steel. (laughs) (laughs) Cy Steel. What what a place to start. I mean, two weeks ago, you guys, two weeks ago today, Mm -hmm. every Friday we do the show. 
14 days ago. I think we all had the same reaction. We were like, man, can you believe Justin Steele is 18 no, to I, 1? I couldn't believe it. And, but, but here's what it I know, Carm, you went along with me. Luke was fairly quiet because it still was a way to go. But I just couldn't believe he was lightly regarded at that time. 18, 20 to 1, guys. Two weeks What's ago bigger, today. Luke, the Joker that we called or, or Justin Steele? What do you think? Ooh, I, I mean, Mike, you, you nailed them both. Um, Joker. You know, uh, I will say Blake Snow is still minus money. He's still the favorite. Oh, God. He is, he is still the favorite. Yep, Luke's right. Still the but favorite. wasn't yeah, he so favored we, earlier we, in the year? He's been favored. Yeah, he's he's been, been the favorite for about two okay. months or and so. And Justin Steele yeah. was, was uh, taken. Nobody knew who he was. They thought that basically he was an executive for the union or something. I should, <laughs> I should take that back. Zach Gallon was the favorite probably up until about maybe five, six weeks ago. And I, I want to say that's about the time that uh, Blake How many losses him. does he have? Nine? He's not, He's got nine. That team's bad. He's twelve and nine. Yeah. What? Yep. And, and where bad. are the Cubs it's, without Justin? The where are the Cubs without Justin Steele? Wow. They, they wouldn't be in this position. You no. guys sold a Snell ticket, Luke? Is that right? Yeah, sold a Snell ticket for fifteen grand on Wednesday afternoon. Oh, wow. Original bet amount five hundred wow. bucks. Sold it for fifteen thousand. Wow. Uh, buyer gets odds of minus one fifty. I'm Blake Snell, and the odds at, in market are minus 200. So, wow. seller returns 500 bucks into 15,000. Buyer gets odds of minus 150 when the market's at minus 200. That's awesome. Well, let me Holy ask cow. you something, Luke. What were the Lions going into the season to win? To win it all? The Lions Super Bowl odds are around 20 to 1. Uh, mm-hmm. We're selling ton. I mean, we were selling before the game on Thursday night. We were selling Lions tickets. They're a, a very trendy okay. team. And they, looked, they looked good. They didn't look great. They obviously had some miscues. It's, it's game one of of an 18-week season, so I'm not going to not gonna jump down their throats for that. But they looked solid. I mean, Goff, Goff had a career year last year, and, and he looked sharp last night. Mahomes obviously looked yeah. you know, like yeah. an alien, as Chris Collinsworth said, but um, Goff looked good. Yeah, but yeah, I want no, to ask did. you about this. If, if, if Could you put, if you bought a Lions ticket, okay, for $100, and you saw him play last night, you could put up a Lions ticket right now for 50, you know, for $50, Right, somebody could buy it, or no, for more than that. How does that work for people? So you could take some of that money and then reinvest it, right? Even if, has yeah. anybody ever done that after one game? Uh, yeah, there has. So when the Giants had that run to beat the New England Patriots, the mm. Giants went down to, from forty to one to a hundred to one after week two. They went zero and two to start the season. This is like two thousand and fifteen, and yeah, a bunch of people sold the Giants after that two. Two loss start to the season. A bunch of people gobbled it up, and you know it paid once they won the Super Bowl. So yeah, people absolutely are buying and selling after one or two weeks. Then one of the interesting things from last weekend was uh, obviously the Colorado upset of TCU. Oh, yeah. Shadur Sanders was uh, if he, I mean if anybody had any sort of, and I can't imagine there's many of these. I don't know if you've seen any Luke, but I mean over the summer I checked in with some people in Vegas and. I mean, you were talking about a player that was being hung, uh, if he was being priced at like 1,000 to 1. He's down to 30 yeah. to 1 for Heisman. Now, I don't yep. know that anybody's going to catch Caleb Williams, believe me, but, I mean, this is what we always talk about. This is the beautiful thing of prop swap. I mean, if you had a ticket on Sanders or Travis Hunter and you watched yep. their odds go all the way down to like 25, 30 to 1, I mean, have you seen any of those? Absolutely. We've, oh, we've wow. got a ton of inbound on both of those kids. Shadur wow. Sanders, like you said, I mean, he was. we've seen 500 to 1 tickets. Um, Walker, I mean, Walker's playing both sides of the football. Like, yes. I have, Hunter, I have no yeah, recollection of anyone playing this many snaps on offense and defense. Yeah, like both of those guys are very much up. It's only one week in, but 
if they put a hurt on Nebraska this weekend, I mean, both of those two kids are, are going to be on the leaderboard for the Heisman. Yeah, yeah, incredible. Travis they're three-point three point favorites. And they're three-point the favorite. Uh, Travis Hunter was, uh, I think he played 120 snaps, you guys. He what? won't last if they keep doing I don't that. Think, Mike, I don't know how you can. I'm I don't serious. think he would. He'll take one bad hit. You you increase your chance for injury, but I think he'll play both sides of the ball. Not just as much, maybe. It was crazy. I, I don't talent. know if you can keep at that pace. I don't know. I, I'd love to see it, though. Um, all right, Luke. So as we let you go, football is back. Uh, you know, the Lions, again, you know, look, you might as well post those tickets see what happens yes you know let, let you, you know you're in the driver's seat in a sense we always talk about that when uh, if you're going to utilize the app if you're going to utilize the website uh early in the college football season nfl getting underway uh any other like specific tickets that you can think of that are yeah. kind of particularly attractive or sexy right now yeah so aiden hutchinson sticking on the line stopping aiden hutchinson to be the sack leader uh, we had we had him at twenty five to one odds. He's already moved a little bit. You know, Hassan Reddick, uh, Bosa, of course, Michael Parsons, usual suspects. But to get Hutchinson, rookie of the year last year, at twenty five to one, that's interesting. Cardinals to have the most regular season losses. That team stinks. I, I would argue they're already tanking to to cut Colt McCoy after you know he's basically the starter the whole off season, and you cut him ten days before the season starts. That to me is is the definition of tanking. So the Cardinals are going to be really, really bad. Yeah. Um, we're selling the Steelers. Steelers are 66-1 to 1 on PropSop and MGM, but they're 40-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl at FanDuel. So huge discrepancy on Pittsburgh. Bookmaker's not really sure how to price that team. So, yeah, ton of ton of different options. You know, a little bit of selling on the Chiefs this morning. I'm not going to overreact without no. Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey playing, but I'm with you. Um, yeah, it's a ton of different yep. angles you can play this. Uh, and the Texans, we're selling Texans tickets left and right. Um, obviously, with props up in mind, I think the idea is, you know, if, if right, sure. or excuse me, CJ Stroud can have a good start to the season. They got John Mechie, the yep. Bama receiver, who of course, you know, had cancer. He seems, uh, seems like he's coming back to play. So, you know, if you buy the Texans now and then sell them in October, uh, people are thinking they can make a profit on that Houston team. All right, enjoy the first full weekend of the NFL, Luke. We appreciate it, buddy. We'll talk next Friday. Thanks, Karen. Bye, Mike. See you, buddy. <laughs> there he is, Luke Pergani, prop swap. Yeah. All right, let's get into some of these games. Let's well, talk. I mean, this Chris Jones guy, first of all, $20 million you're making this year. You want to secure your next contract, and you're sitting up there last night. I got no use for you. None. I know you're a great player, but you know what? You're making $20 million this year. You signed an $80 million deal. This is the final year of your deal. You should have been on the field. It'll be interesting period. to see how far this thing goes. Yep. One of the better games, I think, coming up this Sunday is going to be 49ers and Steelers. Yep. And we've seen a little bit of line movement here yesterday. Uh, as I checked, it was Steelers at home as a two-and-a-half-point underdog. This morning, uh, the Steelers were down to just a two-point dog right now. I'm looking uh, back at... Plus two and a half. They are 10, 5, and 1 straight up in week one under Mike Tomlin. We know he's good with extra time to prepare. And the usual stats that Mike and I will rattle off when Mike Tomlin is an underdog. How about uh, Pittsburgh 15 and 8 against the spread as a dog against NFC opponents under Tomlin? And Tomlin is a very impressive 13, 4, and 3 against the number as a home underdog. We got to wonder, Mike, how effective Nick Bosa will be and how much he's going to be able to play, what kind of snap count he's going to be on after a prolonged holdout, but if it's good toughest, for the Niners that he's back. I remember a friend of mine, he was one of the toughest bouncers on Division Street. He took two weeks off. You thought, hey, you know, he's not going to be the same. 
And then somebody caused a problem. He was the same. And he was the same? <laughs> he was the same. He was an animal. <laughs> I love so, that analogy. You know what I'm saying? I think Bosa could play, you know, a, a game of pickup right now. I okay. think he could play any kind of game. But I'm not going to base it on that. It's Purdy versus Pickett here. There you now, go. That's uh, it. San Fran in the regular season when Brock Purdy started last year went a perfect 5-0 and straight up. He threw 11 yep. touchdowns to just two interceptions. Now, they didn't face a murderer's row of defenses down the stretch a year ago. The average rank in EPA per drop back that the Niners faced was 19th in but Week 13 through 17. But they won every game with But they won every one of them. Oh, uh, T.J. Watt starting the season healthy is good for Pittsburgh. The Steelers yep. had a 35% pressure rate when T.J. Watt played a year ago. He had five and a half sacks and 12 quarterback hits in just 10 games. That makes a huge difference when he's on the field. An injury to watch. George Kittle missed some practice time this yeah. week with a groin, so keep an eye on He's got a that. groin. Oh, he's got a groin. Up. How about Joe Burrow getting paid and getting paid handsomely? Browns are at home as an underdog to the Bengals, one of four interdivision right? home dogs. Yes, he is playing. See, this is where age comes in. About five years ago, I was playing racquetball. I had a calf, uh, my Achilles, but it, w- it was in the calf. It popped. Took a year off. Okay, Durant's had those type of situations twice. Yep. I can't believe Burrow is ready to play and back the, the, the tenacity of this guy. You know, the cool demeanor, but the, the flame inside, I got to be ready for the opener. Yeah. And and he is. He deserves every cent. I mean, we're Cincinnati yes. without him. Yeah, Come 100%, on. Mike. Yeah. I think this is kind of an interesting game. Let's see what the Browns look like, uh, and, and let's see if Deshaun Watson is kind of all the way back. I hope you know, they lose the every back. game. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Well, because I'm not a Deshaun Watson yeah. guy. I'll give you that. You know Stefanski, what I mean? Stefanski's done well in this rivalry for what it's worth. The Browns are 5-1 and one straight up against the Bengals since he arrived in 2020. He's won two games outright as a short division dog against Cincy. And, again, that's the case here as the Browns are at home as an interdivision dog. But, all, two. you know, all kidding aside, I mean, Cincinnati is, is minus two at Cleveland. On yeah. an opener. That's a game maybe we don't play. I I'm not, I don't have a position on this no. game. I'll tell you what. There's one trend that jumps out, though, and this speaks to how much we all love Joe Burrow. Mike, Joe Burrow is now 27-15 and 15 against the spread oh. as a starter in his and career. And he just signed this big deal. And he's a moneymaker, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, he, he, and he fears nobody. Nobody. I'll give you one other thing to watch for that game. Two players in the Browns' defensive backfield were limited at practice this week. Denzel Ward was in concussion protocol, and Juan Thornhill is dealing with a calf injury. So monitor that. You do not want your secondary at less than full health when you're playing Joe Burrow. Is Chubb that health healthy? Yes. Well, that's a that's a problem for Cincinnati that they're going to have to contend with. Yeah, that Chubb should be a good game. Out of the gate. Yeah, it should be a great game. Be a pretty, pretty I, good I division it. game. No. Yeah. I'm not either. I know no play for me in that no. game. We will give you some best plays later on. We got more games yep. to talk about too. I got a real uh I, I mean I'm I want to dive into this Dolphins Chargers game with Mike a little Absolutely. bit when we come back. I think that might be the best game of the weekend to be honest. Uh, we'll talk about some of the big college games, including the showdown in Tuscaloosa between Nick Saban and one of his former assistants. What the hell happened to me? We know how that usually ends. What happened in LSU assistants. with my team? Oh, my God. What Florida State looked awesome in that second half, Well, what's Mike. funny is he had the draw before the game. After the game, he was like he was yeah, back the, in Notre Dame. The, the draw's gone, well, exactly. we're going to do yeah. what we can and do whatever we got to do. Yeah. I was it on was the wrong great. side of that one. Full disclosure. Oh, baby. FSU was awesome. So don't yep. go anywhere. We got more to do, folks. We're coming right back. We are the Odds Couple presented by Circa Casino and Resort. The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. (laughs) 
Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by Circus Casino and Resort. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco every week with you here on the ESPN Chicago app. You can catch up and listen on demand anytime, anywhere. Follow us on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. That's the number two. I'm at Carmen DeFalco, week one in the NFL. We've already talked about some of the games, and let's keep it rolling. Dolphins, Chargers from SoFi, late window game. I think is going to be a fabulous one. Uh, coming up this Sunday, where we see the Chargers as a about a consensus three-point favorite right now at home. Total in the game is 51. The Chargers went on the road to Miami in Week 14 last year and won outright as a three-point dog. Brandon Staley definitely got the better of Mike McDaniel and Tua that day. Tua had a negative one, a, a negative .13 EPA per play in that game, and his completion percentage over expectation was in the first percentile for the week so they did a great job against him I wonder how much that matters going into this matchup between two quarterbacks that will be forever linked and as long as they stay healthy probably two of the better quarterbacks in the AFC Mike I would lean the Miami Dolphins right now just based on the spread I mean, basically, it's an even game. You're getting points because you're playing the Chargers. Really, uh, I, I guess it's a home game. But they don't they really don't have, have a home field, though, Mike. You're right. right. And Tua is not, as, as far as I know, he hasn't like uh, made a sudden move to go to his car or something, which gave him a, another concussion because you got to worry about him getting it once you do. or even twice. That oh, yeah. being said, I'd lean Miami. Okay, I think Miami, uh, I'm, I'm, high, I'm pretty high on Miami, obviously, and this is assuming Tua stays healthy. Miami had arguably the biggest and best non-player addition this offseason when they brought in Vic Fangio to be the uh, defensive coordinator. We know the Chargers also swapped out OCs, which I think was a great move. Kellen Moore. We'll call plays, and that should help. Uh, remember, no Jalen Ramsey for the Dolphins. He's out probably till around Thanksgiving or so. Uh, Mike hit this on the head. I'm just going to throw the number out there. The Chargers really don't have much of a home field advantage no. in that building. Just 9-10-1 against the spread Listen, as a home favorite since moving into SoFi. From Dan Fouts to this kid, Herbert, okay, I've heard it all. They're going to do this They're gonna, to Phillip Rivers. And they, they have quarterbacks like the Bears wish they had. Okay. God, yeah. Yet the Bears went to the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman, and Dan Fouts never tasted a title in his life. Hmm. Cool That's figure. the That's whole a, it's deal. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. They can't get out of their way when it comes to skill position players. I hmm. mean, I know they've had some great ones, and then their defenses are just okay. Uh, it's not hard for me to say a lead towards Miami. It isn't. Yeah. Okay. I've heard it all about these guys. Herbert, I mean, you'd think he won three Super Bowls. Not you know? yet. Not yet. And they can't get to the playoffs sometimes. Uh, e I know. Eagles-Patriots, another uh, interesting one wow. coming up on Sunday from Foxborough. The, the big thing to note for this game, everybody, is watch the weather. Uh, the East mm -hmm. Coast, New England, expected to have really wet conditions on Sunday, so mm -hmm. be mindful of that. We've seen the total uh, on this game really come down because of that. But the Patriots are at, uh, at home now a four-point underdog. So some money coming in here on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, here's a trend. In full disclosure, I mentioned this on the Carmen and Yurko show a couple of weeks ago. I took a little piece of the Patriots just to play the trend uh, so Not everybody knows. Deal. Spanning the last 23 seasons, so this century. The, the guy's got a whole a half a year to prepare. Well, that's true, too. But and the, 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 one, the, the stat that really, really jumps out though. here. The, the Super Bowl loser mm -hmm. is four and nineteen against the spread in Week One the following. And year. look what the Super Bowl winner did last night. 
lost. <laughs> they lost as an outright favorite. As an outright exactly, favorite. Yeah. So you're four and right nineteen there. against I, the spread in week one. I like that pick. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's so I got a little piece. I got a little piece of little the couch change. Little piece. couch change. Yep. Okay. Uh, Eagles uh, just as good as they were last year. Just two and six against the number on the road. And the biggest, the, you know, the big thing here for New England is uh, you know, they added up. Uh, they loaded up a few offensive pieces, obviously for Mac Jones, but it's just the the uh, coordinator that makes a difference. I think you brought in Bill O'Brien. You brought him back to the organization and. He's got to do a better job calling plays than Matt Patricia. Let's oh face yeah, it. Matt Patricia. I mean, terrible. It was, but it, it wasn't. Hey, look, you you're up for the job. You take it. I mean, yeah. they squeezed him in. It was bad news by Belichick. Yeah. It really was. He thinks he can get away with anything. Those days are gone. When number twelve walked out the door. Some of the big college games this weekend. The Illini are in action tonight, Friday night in yeah. Lawrence against Kansas. Some money rolling in here on Kansas, driving this price north of a field goal. Now it is Kansas is a three and a half point home favorite with a total in the game set at fifty eight. The Illini were outgained and had. Fewer first downs, but won the game last week uh, with some late heroics. They failed to cover as anywhere from about a 7.5 out to 9-point favorite. Jalen Daniels should return. I think the line move kind of tells you that, too. They said he was healthy enough to play last week, but he didn't. But uh, Jalen Daniels should be back under center for Kansas. That makes the Jayhawks more dynamic You know, one of and my a little favorite things about you is... What's that? We've been together for five years. When you go, oof, I got an oof for you. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Northwestern. Oh, my God. Oof. Oh my God! Right? I mean, you just brought it up with the Eli. Mike, I mean, yeah. my God, they're a do- they're a dog at home to Oof. UTEP, Mike. Oof! Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> yeah, UTEP's minus one, right? Minus two. Right, it's two. Last time home. I heard about them, they had the all black lineup in basketball in '66. Unbelievable! Right? That's un- Come on now, Nor- it's bad for Northwestern. Oh, well, UTEP's favorite. Come on, I'll, t- I'll tell you, it's good for Notre Dame. I mean, Sam Hartman, we Mike and I love him. You've heard us talk about him for years. He's the best quarterback that's been on that campus. People since don't Brady think Quinn. they're going to cover this week because Notre Dame traditionally goes covers first two games and then maybe has a you know they win but don't cover. That's when they don't have quarterbacks. They got a quarterback. They now. got a quarterback. Now, and the I like the kind of right? interesting thing here with this game, and this will be their toughest test to date. They're going on the road to NC State. Look, Ooh. Dave Dorn and his staff obviously very familiar with the quarterback with Sam Hartman because he played at Wake Forest. He played in the ACC. In fact, Hartman is zero and two straight up in Raleigh for what it's worth. I'm not sure the Wolfpack will make enough explosive plays on offense to stress that Notre Dame defense. They did not have any. Uh, real significant explosives in their win, which was probably too close for comfort over UConn last week. No play for me in this game, but I no. like the way Notre Dame has played well, so far in the first two. I know they haven't really played anybody, but they have flexed their muscle, Mike. You know, I'd, all I know is Sam Hartman's coming back to his territory with yep. a better football team. Yeah, yeah, with a yeah, absolutely. Guess who I think, I'm playing for? I think We're, you're right. Yeah, I, guess I mean, who? I went from the diner to a five-star restaurant. Yeah. Now what? Period. Uh, Sexiest matchup of the week, Texas-Bama from Tuscaloosa Saturday night where Alabama is a seven-point home favorite. Texas was a three-touchdown underdog in week two a year ago in Austin, and if Quinn Ewers doesn't get hurt at the end of the first quarter, a lot of people kind of think that Texas would have gone on to win that game. They didn't. Uh, Alabama won by a point. Nick Mm -hmm. Saban is now 28-2 straight up against his former assistants. Uh, big thing to rec- uh, to keep uh, uh, an eye on and to be mindful of the injuries in the secondary to Alabama, two of Alabama's star defensive players, Jalen Key and Malachi Moore. But uh, they are trending in a pretty good direction. And Nick Saban, I think, on his uh, show, on his radio show yesterday, 
indicated that both players were able to practice a little bit this week. So maybe a good sign if you want to back Alabama that uh, two of their best, uh, most uh, important defensive players will be on the field Saturday night. In As Tuscaloosa. a man who's a fan of all-time radio, okay, I've heard them all. All right, from Chicago greats, you know what I'm talking about, to national greats. I can't fathom sitting through 10 minutes of the Nick Saban show. That's just me. I mean, I just can't. I mean, it's got, but I, I you know what I mean? I, I, I mean, if, who would have thought Dion, the Aflac uh, guy that would steal the thunder would be Dion instead of Saban? Huh? That's so good. Right? No, I'm I, a, I'll listen to 10 minutes of Dion before I listen to 10 minutes of uh, Nick Saban. And then, You're right about that. And then I got to talk here on Twitter that Belichick gave 10 minutes on the long snapper, and it, I actually found it somewhat entertaining for the is, first minute and a half. That is so good. Now, come on. The Nick Saban joke. All right, where's, where's, the, where's the instructions for the guillotine? My God. Excellent, Mike. Yeah. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Because uh, when you put it so bluntly like oh, that, I think on. I agree with you. I don't know that I could sit through 10 minutes of the Nick Saban show. Oh, and either. I bet she's got all the sponsors in oh, the Oh, come on. You right? know. I mean, right? he's, he's, he's collected big time. But I bet you, I know how much would he get for a remote where you guys are at today. Oh, my God. Huh? Please. Come on. Can't even imagine. <laughs> All right, coming up, uh, we're going to get some ponies from Jim Miller. Mike and I will give you our best plays yep. rolling into the weekend. Mike gave you the stat. Uh, we are off to a very good start. I mean, Mike's 6-2 and two in the first couple of weeks mm-hmm. of football. Uh, Mike <sighs> mentioned five years together in the first four seasons, first yep. four NFL seasons, folks. We win. Uh, as a team, we have never been below the 52.4% no. mark, 50, which is we, important. We're about 56 Yes, correct. You want to be, uh, we are over the key to uh, help make you money. Uh, This is documented, so uh, we will continue to try to do that for everybody all season long. We'll give you some best plays before we're out of here, and we hope we uh, make a little money this weekend. Jim Miller coming up next, and then our best plays. So still more to do. We're coming right back inside the odds couple. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, we are presented by Circa Casino and Resort. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on this edition of The Odds Couple presented by Circa Casino and Resort. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. Remember, on demand all weekend with the ESPN Chicago app, we will be on the air on ESPN 1000 after Peggy and Dion this Saturday afternoon at 1 o'clock, 1 until 2. All right, uh, we are at that point in the show where we got to get some expert handicapping in, and he's one of the best in the business. Follow him on Twitter, at Hawthorne Gym, where the new meet uh, gets underway this weekend at Chicago's hometown track at Hawthorne in Cicero, or maybe you say Stickney. So let's bring him in. Uh, he's on the Car X Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. It's Jim Miller, everybody. Jimmy! Boys, it's crazy to think last Monday we were conducting thoroughbred racing, and now we're conducting harness racing. 72 hours to turn over the racetrack. These guys do it like pros, but it's something. It's, it's a huge overhaul that you have to do, but they got it done, and we're ready to roll. And what is the biggest difference in handicapping with the two different types of meat, the two different types of horses that are involved? The biggest difference is the comparison between driver and jockey. I would say a jockey contributes maybe 10 to 15% of a thoroughbred race, a driver is more like a NASCAR race, guys. This is a guy that I would say is responsible for, for probably 40 to 50% wow. of what happens on the track. Of course, the, the racehorse has to be fast, but the driver has to make the right decisions. 
And if they don't do it, they really get themselves in a lot of trouble. But it's why we perennially have the top five drivers. They're always there year and again. And it's going to be the same guys again this year. Yeah, I'll never forget. I mean, I bet a horse at May when the next week I saw him on Michigan Avenue pulling a carriage. I mean, unbelievable. I, B and I rode with him. He, he was apologetic. But I got to ask you about this, Jimmy, because it's great. I tweeted out what you put out last week with the changeover. And now all of a sudden, you started trending a little bit because the interest was, is the dirt heavier? Yeah, another guy asked, I mean, how long did it take? I mean, I, I sort of liked it because I retweeted what you did, and there was some interest in the mechanics of the whole thing. Once again, what is the biggest difference? Is it the dirt? Is it the way the dirt spread? What is it? It's, it's the dirt for sure, because if you think about it, guys, it's 200,000 tons of dirt that we put on the racetrack for thoroughbred racing. It's eight inches deep. It's a mile oval inside to out, and that's all compressed down to race. Well, for standard bread racing, we have to remove every single bit of that dirt. So all of that comes off. The wheels it's a would get stuck. based underneath. So every single portion of that dirt comes off. And what we do, guys, is we take a lot of that dirt and actually contribute it to the local Little League fields in the area, and then we replenish that dirt for a new meet every year. Mm-hmm. But the harness season, this is a limestone base that we race on, and that's what the harness horses race on. And you need it to be because it has to be perfectly even. It has to be fast because it has to have that race bike behind the racehorse as well. Wow, that's very cool. Yep. All right, Jimmy, so uh, racing this weekend uh, at Hawthorne, obviously. Is that what we're wagering? What are we betting on this week? No, we're going to Kentucky Downs. Kentucky Downs is a weird, quirky meet, guys. It only covers a couple of weeks each and every year. It's monster purses, but it's kind of like you're racing basically just through a wide-open field. But they have massive races on Saturday. So three races at Kentucky Downs. We're going to bet all these horses across the board. Race number 10 is the turf sprint. Bet the five, Anaconda across the board. This horse sits at 8-1 to one in the morning line. Race 11 is the ladies' turf sprint. Bet the three horse, Waka Naka across the board. This one's at 4-1. to one. And then race 12 is the turf cup. Bet the two, Red Knight across the board. Another one at 4-1. to one. And then we'll get ready for an NFL Sunday, guys. I love it. Uh, enjoy the weekend watching your daughter uh, race. She's running a race. Uh, she's a cross-country star at Winona State. I know you guys are going up for that, so enjoy That's that, That's when they Jimmy. run through the woods and you don't see them for an hour and they come back, right, Basically. Jimmy? you got to ring like the cowbell when they go running by, right, Jimmy? <laughs> you, you clap a few times, you yell and scream, and then they're by you. I love it. Have fun, buddy. We'll talk to you again next uh, Friday, okay? You got it, boys. Good luck. There you Jimmy! Go. Jim Miller. Uh, those three races, again, at Kentucky Downs. Race 10, the five horse across the board. Race 11, the three across the board. Race 12, the two across the board. Mike, it is uh, that time for us to now give some best plays for mm-hmm. the weekend. So, my friend, where uh, are we going to begin? Well, I got to tell you, you know, I don't good do well in Carmen I are in a media pool. I never do good in a media pool because the system doesn't suggest that I'll pick five, like, upsets or close games uh, and win. I mean, I lost eight games by two points or less last year. Mm. So this is what mm. I wanted. I, I've simplified things this year. But, it, you know, it's still the same system. I got two games here. I'm going to give one bonus later on Carmen and Yurko. I got okay. Carolina first, plus three and a half. Shocking, maybe Atlanta. Uh, who seems to be uh, the favorite uh, to take that division from a yeah. lot of people. Uh, I look at the spread. I look at the new quarterback. I look at what I've heard out of Carolina. It doesn't make sense. Everything I checked on, same thing as last week when I won with my games, I'm going to go Carolina plus three and a half. Carolina plus three and a half is Is anybody, am first? I going to be the only guy in America? No. You, you think some people be. take them? I think absolutely. All look right. Th- 
Uh, they're another one of those uh, intradivision home dogs. I think there's always some. I think there's always. I'm sorry. They, no, that game is in Atlanta, actually. But no, yeah. I don't. I don't think that's a crazy play uh, whatsoever. If they have that a party, division's going to be weird. Yeah, be a weird division. It that's is. a that looks like like you get to nine. I feel like, and you're winning that you got it. this yeah. year, don't you think, Mike? Absolutely. All right, we talked about this game a little bit. We broke it down: 49ers and Steelers. Right now, Steelers uh, getting two and a half minus a dollar ten. It, there are some plus threes out there uh, at about minus a dollar twenty-five. Uh, I like the underdog here. I like the Steelers. I've got the Steelers in the points. I'm going to roll for some of the reasons we described and talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Tomlin, with a little extra time, his incredible record at home when he's an underdog, uh, T.J. Watt being healthy, and this being probably the, the best pass rush that Brock Purdy will have faced to date. Again, yes, I know it was a perfect 5-0 and in the regular season last year, and he was very impressive, and he was very good. But uh, I think the Steelers are primed to make a little noise in that AFC North. Uh, Pickett had a really good camp, so I'm going to back the Steelers as one of my best plays as the short underdog at home. Uh, that's a great pick, and I got another one that uh, takes, uh, you know, uh, Cajones, okay? Arizona plus seven. Against Ooh, Washington wow. Now that takes some Cajones. Every pick I make takes some Cajones. Wow. That's I sleep with one eye open at night, wonder if there's going to be a knock on the door. That's car. awesome. Uh, okay. I mean, enough is enough. I, I, I mean, it's football season. It's lack of sleep season. You know that. I love it. Arizona plus the seven. Yeah, who you taking? All right, my second game, I've got an underdog, and I'm going to take a favorite, too. I'm going to back the Cowboys as a road favorite in in the division. I don't always do that. I like intra-division home dogs, but I like the Cowboys in this matchup on Sunday Night Football against the Giants. You can get... The, uh, the Cowboys minus three, minus $1.20. That's what I have. Dallas swept the season series a year ago. Uh, Dak has been very good in his career against the Blitz. Nobody blitzes more than the Giants, so I kind of like that matchup. And last year, Dak was in the 90th percentile in EPA per play and in completion percentage over expectation in the Week 12 matchup against the G-Men. Cooper Rush, he didn't play in the first one. Cooper Rush played in the first matchup last year in Week 3. Even he put up a positive .13 EPA per play against the Giants. Too much talent on the field for Dallas. Uh, I can't stand the coach, and I always feel like he's going to ruin things for me, but I like the Cowboys this weekend. Dallas is 8 You put everything you got on Dallas, and I don't disagree with you, so you can't say you don't like the coach. He's won 12 a year for two years, I know, I still don't like him. I understand. He's got, hey, you could love a guy, and then he breathes on you. Then enough. That's true. You're right. Okay, all I'll say is this. I got. I'm going to give a fun pick out, but I'm not going to make it a major pick. Okay. Okay. Unless this I, is like just uh, unless I win a little bit. Right. Of course. Yes. Of course. I'm going to take. I'm going to take the Bears 17-16. See how close we come. Damn, you're going like final score stuff now. Yeah. Well, Bears. only only because I love I'm, it. Look, I've heard it for four years. Enough. I love it. We got to win this game. I don't Amen, think there's going to be a lot of offense. That's just me. You think an under? I mean, this the, the, I'm the, tr- the money. Well, the 16 says under. Yeah, yeah that's under. That's under. Absolutely. Yeah, the yeah. money definitely where the money's coming is definitely on the, on your side. Definitely. I know, agree with but that, that doesn't mean anything. But it's 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 one of those afternoon games. Yeah, that yeah, anything can go. Ones, yeah. Yep. We stayed away from all the 11 o'clock. How about you, Carm? Who do you think is going to win the Green Bay Bears? I think the Bears win. I do. Okay. I think the Bears win. Yeah, no, I do. I, I wasn't the, sure if you were saddling up with me on that. I, I think the Bears win. I do think it'll be a closely contested game. I think they do want to come out and make, like we talked about, make a little bit of a statement in this division here and show everybody that they, they find. Look, I, Green Bay wants to make a statement. All teams do. I get it. Green Bay wants to prove, hey, 
number 12 is gone. We're moving on, yeah. and we're going to be just fine. I, I get it. Everybody wants to make a statement, but man, like you said, if not now, when? Well, if it Bears? doesn't happen, then uh, the clock right? starts ticking. And uh, by the way, once Justin Steele wins the Cy Young, we're good for the year, Carmen. I, as far as the How about it? How about it? <laughs> Uh, we thank uh, Eric Ostrowski for producing oh, the show. Oh, what, what a producer. Thanks to Luke Pergandy and oh, to Jim Miller for joining us. And most yep. importantly, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, hopefully we have a very profitable weekend for everybody, but enjoy all the football. Mikey, happy birthday to you. Thank what a way you, to sir. celebrate your birthday weekend. I hope you and B have a fabulous time, whatever thank it is you. you're doing. But happy B-Day, and we'll talk to everybody again next Friday. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.